Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight, we are going to talk about so many very special things that you can do on Valentine's Day for yourself and your lover. And I think it's very important... You know, you don't have to do anything like outrageous or crazy for Valentine's Day. You know, in fact, be very creative about what you want to do with your partner or your lover or your spouse on Valentine's Day. Just make it nice. Make it real. Don't make it fake. Don't follow nobody else. Don't you agree, Professor? Yes. I mean, absolutely. I think that sometimes we get caught up or what happens is a lot of times people have a tendency when they're in a relationship if it's a man you know especially when it's a man and a woman a lot of times a woman leaves it up to the man to do everything and there are so many things that we should remember when we're in a relationship that we have to think about our partner just like we want our partner to think about us so a lot of times we have to take that initiative and go out there and make that man feel special or our partner to feel special. And it is important to do that. And special could be little things as one time we had a discussion, Professor T. Love, we said leading up to that time, letting them know little special things along the way so that when Valentine's Day comes and if that's what you celebrate the most, you can really do something even more elaborate or you could just keep it simple letting them know every day that you care what do you think about that hun well i think that's important um i really think um that when you're romancing or when you're romancing your partner don't wait till valentine's day to romance your partner it really should be things that lead up to this day where when this day comes you do something a little extra now one thing that <clears throat> that I like to do <clears throat> people like to get a whole bouquet of flowers which is really nice but I like to give like one rose okay and again it doesn't have to be Valentine's Day to give a rose out of nowhere, unexpectedly, give your partner or your friend a rose. Doesn't matter. It doesn't only have to be for women. It could be for men as well. Because men sometimes don't expect to get flowers. And I think it's very important that we don't feminize that. Because flowers in general are just beautiful. You have a many men that love flowers. And some have a green thumb also. Okay, but like I said, a rose has a nice touch. Doesn't have to only be a rose. It could be a carnation. It could be something else. But it doesn't have to be so elaborate. Meaning that you can just out of nowhere, out of the blue, just surprise them with a beautiful rose. What do you think? Exactly. I think rose or even if if you don't, you you know, there's other things that you can do like um, at the end of the day or at any florist or any place that sells flowers, a lot of times they have leftover flower petals or rose petals. 
And sometimes they'll sell them to you. Sometimes they'll just give them to you because they're not using them. You can take them and you can spread them throughout the house. You can um, put them on the bed. You can do a lot of different things that can be affordable within your budget so that you won't, if you know, if you don't have it like that. Because a lot of times we have to think about romancing our partner. And like I said, many times we women... Um, have a tendency to think that men don't need to be romanced or feel or treated special, but they do. And they need to know that on occasion. Okay? And you really should do that with someone who is reciprocating the same love that they're giving back to you. Meaning, don't give all this love and affection to the wrong person. That the person who's not on the same level with you and you're you're the only one in a committed relationship. Make sure it's a two-way street because when you do find that person who is giving you back the same love that and, and can appreciate those little things like roses, rose petals, a nice dinner, a massage, um, going out to the movies, going out to the play, a, a home-cooked meal, something that's set up for the night, then it's different. It's totally, totally different. And you you'll enjoy the experience more. What do you think about that? You know, um, you're right. I I I think that sometimes we get it twisted that romancing is only to romance the woman. Um, I disagree with that. Romance is a two way street. You know, like the song Love on a Two Way Street, well, it's a two way street. And the same way that a woman likes to be lavished upon I believe men like to be lavished upon as well. And again, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be something as simple as setting your phone alarm or radio to play a song he likes when they wake up. You know what I'm saying? You could, you know, it sets a nice mood, you know, because remember, romance is about setting a mood. And the mood is love. And it doesn't only have to be sexual. It can be just love, just, just, you know, showing your appreciation for that person, okay? You know, a, another thing that can be done is, you know, you might want to put something special in their bag, you know, set up a nice, a nice lunch, a sexy lunch for them, you know, something different, something different from what they normally eat for lunch, because that, again, when you do it with love, they see that, you know, you were paying attention. You remembered something that they like to eat, but they really, maybe they didn't have the money to get it or they didn't have the time to make it. Well, you make it for them and you slip it in their lunchbox or something like that. And you can slip it in there with some some sexy kisses or something like that. You know, chocolate kisses, you know, let them know this chocolate kiss is 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 so that you remember me. This is how you remember me by when I give you this uh, sexy kiss and there's more kisses, chocolate kisses to follow. You know what I'm saying? Or just more kisses to follow, you know. When I say chocolate, I'm talking about black chocolate. You know, I can't help myself. But <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, but you know, we're talking about, you know, we're talking about that. Um, you know, in that in that aspect, but you know, just think of things 
that you know um that maybe they're not thinking of and i think that's what makes it more exciting when you think of that thing you remember something that they said and then you bring it to their remembrance by surprising them and i believe in surprises remember when we had our first podcast we talked about you know leaving something you know leaving something for somebody to you know um you know excite them you know don't always put everything out on the table meaning that you know make it exciting make it exciting don't just put everything out there have a little temptation there you know lead up have something that builds up to something and again it doesn't have to be um anything extravagant or you can have it where you know before they go to work you might you know want to dress sexy for them before they go to work you know and uh you know that how that can de- what that can develop into you know um you know where you know you can go to the professor's website buy a sexy outfit <laughs> you know what i'm saying put that sexy outfit on and surprise them in the morning wee hours of the morning before they go to work give them something you know give them a little extra pep in their step whether that's a man or a woman what do you think professor absolutely it's so important that you do something special like that but sometimes the issue is sometimes it's hard to do something special and sexy if you don't feel that way so before you try to step out on that bridge and um, do something sexy for someone else you need to be comfortable with your sexiness that inner kitten that inner pearl that we talk about pearls of black exploring that inner pearl so one of my suggestions would be to get a piece of lingerie and you know wear it to work put it underneath your clothes so you can feel sexy all day so that when you get to your partner the sexiness is on and and popping honey and that's how you start it because you got to feel sexy within before the sexiness can come out that is what is so important many people don't explore that or basically within our culture or within um, certain communities and cultures sexiness is looked down upon and that's based upon um, historical reasons Um, the sexiness that was associated or the natural beauty that was associated with many cultures was destroyed or hidden because other oppressive cultures couldn't handle it but overall in general sometimes it's hard to get, get get back to that and even religion has a tendency to downplay the natural beauty that could be associated with a woman or a man because there's natural beauty within and and sexiness alluring and power that you must learn to embrace over time so what that means is sometimes you got to pick it up a little bit and whatever it is that makes you feel sexy whether you get a manicure pedicure get your hair done do that so that you can constantly be in touch with that so then when you decide to do something with your partner it's all the more sweeter it's all the more enjoyable and both of you can get the satisfaction that you deserve from it from the experience what do you think about that um that's important that's key um that that's that's very important to do that um because you like you say you have to start out being sexy you be sexy meaning be comfortable with being sexy um, meaning like learn how to make love to yourself first before you can Absolutely. make right 
Learn how to make love. You you become your own lover, meaning lover of self. And I'm not trying to be on a selfish tip in regards to that, but you have to learn how to love yourself. Love meaning like be a lover to yourself. Find out what makes you sexy. You know, look for those things that make you sexy. And it's important, like you said, you might want to wear some sexy underwear or lingerie, you know, to start Absolutely. to start things off and put you in the mood. Because I'm I'm a firm believer that you have to know you have to want to get in the mood. Okay, because things are right. based on right. your mood. Okay. And right. if you coming off with a nasty attitude, that is not that's a mood killer right there. Meaning that's a <laughs> sexy mood killer. Because, you know, you, you know, you're not turning me on by, you know, being irate and being nasty. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, (laughs) and, you know, I don't know. I, I think, you know, I get the impression that, you know, these days in, in this millennium, you know, in terms of the 21st century that, um, you know, people think the rougher it is, the better it is now. That depends on what you what you think is rough. Now, you know when you're talking <laughs> about rough, you know, okay. But what I'm talking about uh-huh. is 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 the mood. Not I don't need you to be like sandpaper to me, okay. I I <laughs> I don't take too kindly to people you know treating me like sandpaper. Like you know they you know it's too rough, you know so rough that'll start mm-hmm. a fire, and we ain't trying to start no fire, okay. We we wanna we wanna start a fire in the fireplace, but we <laughs> but we not trying to start a fire between us, meaning friction, you know, not that Absolutely. kind of friction at least, um, in mm-hmm. that in that regard. But you have to love yourself. You have to create the atmosphere. If you always talk to yourself and say you're miserable, then you're miserable. Okay, because I believe the power of life and death is in the tongue. And whatever you tell yourself every day is what you're going to believe. So that's why even you as an individual have to tell yourself, you know what? You look good today. You know what? You are lovable. You know what? You are sexy. You know what? You look good in that suit you wore today. Listen. All right. If if nobody is going to talk positive about, talk to you positive, you talk positive to yourself. And that in itself will create the type of mood that you wish to have, the type of communication you wish to have with your partner or your lover. It it, it sets the atmosphere, and that's really what we're talking about. You got to set the atmosphere. What what you think about setting the atmosphere, Professor? Well, I think that's extremely important. You you brought up a couple of very in um important points, um, one of which was um, being hardened. And what happens many times in for many women, well, I don't want to just say women, but for many people, um, the hardened part comes when we encounter or have had a bad relationship prior. We, you know, we could wind up being in unexpected single parent, lose a job, someone cheated on us, or whatever it is that has hardened our hearts. And when that occurs, um, 
then that's when it's hard for us to get to that sexiness. Hi, Valerie. It's hard for us. Valerie. Okay, we're having technical difficulties. Something's going on. Valerie. Hey, Val. Hey, Val. We're having technical difficulties. Continue. Call back in. Val, call back in. Okay, we're having technical difficulties. Call back in, Val. Call back in. Okay, guys, we're having technical difficulties right now. Um, somehow, we got cut off in our little conversation, you know, discussing some of the things to do um, for Valentine's Day, which is very important. Um, and that you need to keep in mind um, in terms of, of what to do. Okay. So she's coming back in again. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we got cut off. I don't know what happened there. And well, I know the funny part is I heard you. Uh -huh. I heard you calling me. Right. But you didn't hear me, and I was still connected. So, well, yeah, that, so. I think that's the plight. I think I gotta um, I gotta go check out my phone because sometimes it does that after a certain point. Sometimes oh, okay. it'll cut off the, the uh, phone. And you got an iPhone. We need to burn that phone. But anyway, uh, huh. <laughs> you got an Android or you got an iPhone? iPhone, new one, fairly new one. Okay. Yeah. Eight plus S. Oh, forget know. it. That's a $1,000 phone. Okay. All of them are I don't know who they're kidding. All of them are $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right. Oh, the newest X is $1,000. Right. $1, right. Well, okay. <laughs> but anyway, we, you know, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we got cut off. But, you know, we're going back to our discussion about things to do. And, Valerie, can you just um, go back over what you were saying before we got cut off? What I was expressing that um, you brought up certain points about being hardened, meaning your heart being hardened or you becoming sandpaper to someone and how important it is not to be that way. And what I was pointing out is a lot of things in life make us that way, a, a bad relationship, things at work, um, society, the pressures. I mean, the list can go on and on. I can talk about it for hours and days and years about the things that can harden a person's heart. But at the end of the day, you have to remember that you're human. And at the end of the day, sometimes we have to learn to let those things go. Whether we need to go to therapy to get assistance, talking to someone, preferably talking to someone who will uplift you and motivate you and put you in a positive direction. Um, it's so important that you 
stay in touch with yourself and your human side as well as your sexual side because that is who we are as human beings. Just like we can function on a day-to-day basis, our sexuality is, is with us. And when these things harden us, it also hardens our sexuality. It hardens the very attributes that make us who we are, especially with women. Over time, I can see how the progression of the lost art of being feminine or sensual has died because we go from these aggressive, we have become these aggressive beasts that have to, you know, work to to make sure the family's together, keep track of our man, pay bills, take care of the kids, and we lose that. Now, there are, you know, there are certain circumstances and times where some people like it rough. They play a little rough, but that's a different animal. Sensuality is not lost with that. So that's why it's important to get in touch with that feminine side and not let life harden you no matter what. It takes it takes a while and it takes you to retrain your brain so that you can be that positive light in for yourself first and foremost. And then if you're the positive light, it'll have a trickle-down effect, and everyone will be touched by that because that's part of that sensuality. What do you think about that? Well, you know, it's important that in order to be sensual, you need to know how to be sensual with yourself. Um, people don't understand you don't just become sensual you have to know what makes you sensual you know Mm -hmm. meaning finding out what are the things what mentally that is sensual to you and what are the physical things that's sensual to you the more that you're in touch with your body the more pleasure that you can only you can give yourself and somebody else and I find Mm -hmm. that we don't learn and I don't believe in our culture because I feel the American culture, we're uptight when it comes to sex, not only just sex, we're uptight when it comes to learning about ourselves. And, and, and that includes the sexual side. And I think to me, we have to learn how to find out who are we? What turns us on? What do we like? What we don't like? What things we might be willing to try? What things we won't try, because I believe in boundary. I believe in boundaries also. You know, people have to set boundaries because there are things that they are not going to do, and I understand that, whether that's mental or or physical. But I think sensuality is on a, even even on a spiritual plane, because you know, meaning it's you finding about who you are. You know, again, people try to attach sex to it. Sex is part of that, but it's not the total equation of sensuality. And what is wrong with finding out what makes you feel good, right? There's nothing wrong with that. So once you know what makes you feel good, then you can be a person that provides that sensuality to somebody else. And I'm just a firm believer that as long as we are, you know, we're human beings, and we don't really know the, the totality of who we are. None of us really know all of us. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm rediscovering things or I'm discovering things about myself I didn't know. And some of it can be good, some of it can be negative too. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. is that the more that you're in tune with yourself, 
the more that you can bring to the table. Because when you're in tune with yourself, there's a realness that comes with that. And, you ha and the, the key word here is realness. You have to be real with yourself. You cannot, you know, you're told, you know, when you get a certain age, you can't say, well, you know, my friends did it, they liked it. You know, of course you're gonna compare notes, but after a while, you gotta know what flows with you. You gotta know what makes you sexy, not what makes Valerie sexy. What makes Valerie sexy is for Valerie, and that's what Valerie likes to do, right? So you need to, I'm not saying you, you, know, you, you, you don't share some tidbits, because we all can learn from each other, but you need to find your niche, meaning what is what makes you sensuous? What is it that makes your partner say, you know what, I love when she walks down the street. I love when he walks down the street. And I love when he walks a certain way. And I love, you know, when they wear that suit. And I love when they give me a flower. And I love, you know, you hear what I'm saying? You hear how I say, I love how, I love how they do this. Because you can appreciate that. You're not hate. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we don't learn how to admire people. We have to learn how to admire um, you, you know, you have to, yes, you have to learn how, Professor, you have to learn how to admire people, you know, because when you, you can admire people from afar and respect that, because that, that's their game, you understand? And then they respect right. your game. What do you think? Um, I, I, I agree with that. I think um, that's why I think um, with so many things we've, we've lost um, the basic, basic art of seduction, the basic art of not being so forward and, you know, other things that take away from the experience of achieving a certain amount of sexual gratification, spirituality, embracing, and um, the, the basic human touch, um, those things have been removed because of uh, things that are not reached and um, not understood or not conveyed or been conveyed abruptly. So I, I think that's where some of the issues are. That's and I do, I do agree with a lot of what you're saying on that. You know, and, and, you know, again, we're talking about Valentine's Day and, you know, some things that you can do um, to show, you know, show your appreciation. And like I said, it doesn't have to be anything. You know, one thing that turns me on, one thing turns me on is when um, my friend will bring me breakfast will make breakfast and bring it to me while I'm in bed. That's a turn Ooh. on. Yeah, that's a turn that's on. That's right. That's a turn on. I can't me. wait for breakfast in bed again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, breakfast just ain't the same anymore. <laughs> Woohoo! I know that's right, you honey. Can, yeah, mm, you know I what? Know that's right, sugar plum. Yeah, this, <laughs> breakfast ain't the same, but I love that. I just think that is so sexy. You know, I mean, I do too. I I I mm -hmm. remember, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I would do that, like I would do, 
that for someone and I remember the first time I did it for someone and they were like so shocked I think their mouth like hit the floor because they were not used to that because so many uh, sometimes women we don't do that like mm-hmm. when we have our partner we you know whether you, you're I'm going to say woman or the, even the the feminine one or dominant one in the relationship however you want to uh, mm-hmm. whatever the scenario is for you sometimes we forget and we don't do that for our partner and that is so important. It is so important that we sit up there and do those little things mm-hmm. because, you know, it, you know, and, and I think that's also tied because especially with many women, we don't want to, that, that nasty word that starts with an F, which is submission. Nobody wants to submit. And a lot of men don't want to submit. And they think by doing that, it, you are submitting, you're less than, and it's, it's not that's so far from the truth. Even is, within, you know, even if you if you were to take it to a, a different uh, sexual level, which is, you know, S and M. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times the submissive is more powerful than the dominant one. Mm. You know, and people don't don't equate that because people think when you submit that you you know, you have no control. or any, But a lot of times, submissives do have a lot more control than what people give them credit for. And a lot of times, that's why I said in the beginning of this, it's very important that when you decide to be with someone or when you decide to do these special things, make sure it's given to someone who's going to give you back what you need. Oh, yeah. Not just what yeah. you want, but what you yeah. need as well as what you want. So if you want someone to massage your feet, someone to tell you how beautiful you are mm-hmm. you want someone to be a supportive soul then mm-hmm. that is who you give that attention and love to that is who should receive that you do not give it to the person that sits up there runs the street and is in every other bed except yours or make a a pit stop in your bed or you are the side <laughs> chick of the side chick of the new side chick uh-huh. you know but he, he got a wife, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or he mm-hmm. got two wifeies <laughs> and a real wife, and then you the boo, you know what I mean? You need to know your – and that's another thing. I just have to say this before we go off the air. It is so important, people, that you know your place, okay? Could you repeat if that again, are, please, Professor? You repeat that again. know your place. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> This is the problem in this hair society as far as I can see. Uh-huh. Hoes think that they can get a promotion. There is no HR department. If you are the side chick, you do not get an HR. You cannot call it the HR department and talk about, I want a promotion to be the wifey or the wife. Damn it, if you didn't get that position when you came in, you ain't going to get it. That's how this works. <laughs> I don't care how much sucking you do or whatever you do or what are you rolling it, dropping it, flipping it, sticking it, wicking it. I don't care what you do. There is no HR department. If you come in on a low level, then that's what you are. And you got to understand that. Right. If he got a wife, nine times out of ten, men do not leave their wives. If you look at divorce rates, unless she has cheated, that is the only time men will usually file for a divorce and that is not a guarantee all the time that's true but people have to understand their place right. okay mm-hmm. 
And men, you guys, okay, you are the culprits of this. You are the biggest culprits. Let me explain to you. If you don't have it, I'm going to let you know. There is a difference between a side chick and a mistress, mm. okay? A major difference. A side chick, you do not, I repeat, you do not give her any power. She is a receptacle for one-cell items that come out of your body, okay? She does not get any information or anything like that. Now, a mistress is one who brings to the table, who enlightens you, who pushes you forward and understands her place. So God forbid something happens to the wife, the mistress will be the new wife, not a side chick. See, you guys empower these side chicks, hoes, booze, and whatever else, <laughs> making them think that they special and they ain't special. And that's the problem. And y'all don't know how to check them chicks. Mm -hmm. Then you wonder why your marriage got messed up. I just had to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, I'm trying to say that. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you, you went off there. Okay. No. You said it, so you, yeah, you, <laughs> you, like, how, how the kids say you went left. You went left. Uh, okay. Yeah. Honey, I think that, that's going to be the next show. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Knowing your place. <laughs> yeah, know, right. Knowing your place. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but but what? But but, but. I, I just think that 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 plays a major role because the reason why I'm bringing it up too is because when a person doesn't know their place, it is very hard for if you're the wife or the main one or whatever it is, mm -hmm. you can't feel sexy if he is enlightening someone who is far less than you. The girl can't think past two sentences. She's simple in a one-piece puzzle coming out I got, of the I got, <laughs> I got, I got what you're saying. Basically, <laughs> you know, you're saying I that, know. you know, a lot of times you, you're pouring knowledge into the wrong one. and exactly. Or the person that's pouring knowledge back to you, you know, it, it, there's a difference. There is a difference, you know. Of course. Um, there is a difference. And if there's a mutual exchange, that's a little bit different. Um, in regards mm -hmm. to that, there, you know, if it's a mutual exchange, but it's, it's, you know, um, you're right. And a lot of times, you know, we're trying to make side chicks the wife and they're not side chicks are not the wife. They just, what the name says, side chicks, you understand that, not, not side, yeah. not sidekick, side chick. There's a difference between a sidekick and a side chick. <laughs> Sidekicks, basically, that's your partner. Side chick is not your partner, really. Not at all. Not well, I don't even know if a side... You know what? I was actually going to say, I don't even know if a side kick is uh, your partner anymore because I remember Suzuki used to make a side kick and they don't make that anymore, so that tells you what that is, too. Anything with side ain't going to last for so long. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. Yeah, you might, you, you're right about that. Man, anything with side... <laughs> means it ain't gonna last too long you know no. so but again it comes back to what you're saying about knowing what your place is and that's why it's important in your relationships that you know what your place is in a relationship too um because again relationships are about give and take back and forth exchanging information um you know sharing whatever you're sharing and it has to be mutual. And if it's not mutual, then it's not 
a relationship. It's not. Uh-huh. It's just it's just like you you talking to a wall. So that's why it's important that even with you know, like I said, it's still you don't wait till Valentine's Day that one day to say I have a relationship. It everything that you have been doing prior to that, you're building up. Now, if you decide that on Valentine's Day you want to do something extra, that's fine. But don't wait till no Valentine's Day to decide that you want to establish a relationship when you've been with this person for so long that you forgot primarily what was it that attracted you to that individual? What did you mm-hmm. find desirable about them? What did you find attractive about them? Let's forget about the sex. What did you see in that individual before you decided that you wanted to become intimate? Because, you know, there are those relationships where it's just intimacy. I understand that. But if it's not that, and you've been in a relationship, but you haven't really been doing any any building, meaning trying to fortify it, I'm not saying that you don't have ups and downs and then, you know, you have days where you, you know, y'all can't stand each other. That that's that's real. But what I'm saying is you don't wait to Valentine's Day to say, Well, you know, I love you. You should be loving them before that time. And if you haven't Absolutely. then then you need to evaluate some stuff. Because I, I you know, don't get me wrong, we 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 the professor and I are here to give you some tips on what to do that, you know, extra, not try to create. Okay, meaning that, you know, Valentine's Day to me is not the day that you say, oh, this day going forward, we're going to do this. No. But if it is that way, then that means you need to go to, you need to maybe do some counseling. What do you think, Professor? Um, absolutely. I don't think you should wait till Valentine's Day to let someone know how special they are or that you love them. I think it's important to let them know before that you know if you want to do something special like you know propose or something or something monumental you know letting them know what their position is in your life then I think then that's a great thing to do but it's important to know and decide if that person is the person for you and be and be there and let them know. Like the problem is, a lot of times people don't let anyone know anything until they're gone, right. and that's not when you should find out. You right. should never. No one should ever find out how you feel once you walk out that door, or you're with someone else. You know, we need to start. You know, because t- tomorrow's not promised to us. That's right. And we should realize that by the administration that's in the office now, and also by uh, acts of terrorism that happened and, and accidents and and bad weather and all these things that they can and just simple day to day activities. You know, you may not come home. That's so true. you should never just wait to the last minute to tell someone I love you, how special you are, um, I'm thinking about you or anything like that. I mean, personally, I know I annoy the crap out of all my friends by texting them at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Good morning. Yeah. Let them know yeah. that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm one of those people. 
Exactly. Bright and, and my early. chocolate bunny, my chocolate bunny, and my stinky honey. I will peck the crap out of them. Especially <laughs> chocolate bunny. She always is mad at me about that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's important to to let people know that, and you know, beforehand. Right. You know, I mean, let them know how how you feel about them. And also let them know if you're not feeling them. If you're not feeling the person, let them go. Right. You know, allow them to, to find love someplace else if you're not going to be the one to give it to them. And I think, I think that's, that's, what, that's the message that is important, letting a person know how you feel. And then they let you know how they feel. Right. And, and, and um, I, you know, I agree with you with that because... You know, if you're not, if you know you, you're not the one for them, and I don't, and listen, people think just because they got years in the game means absolutely nothing. Years have nothing to do with it. If that is so true, because people think, oh, well, I've been with them for 20 years, and that means nothing. Because if you was unhappy for 15 of those years, that's a problem. If you were unhappy for 20 of those years, that means, you know what? You might have to reevaluate that situation. And, mm. and, and a lot of times people may not break up if they're married is because it's financial. You know, and I, mm-hmm. and, and I understand that, but that's the same story. Oh, we stayed together for the kids. <sighs> that is the same, that's the same scenario. Oh, we didn't do anything for the kids. But yet and still y'all can't stand each other. Or you you realize that you two were never compatible to begin with. Or mm. maybe y'all should have just been friends and didn't get married. You know? But sometimes mm. people don't find that stuff out until, you know, way late. You know, that really, you know what? In hindsight, I should have been friends with this person. I should have never really got together with them like that. You know, because... There are some things I must have missed. I just did not see or I didn't want to see, you know. And you kind of know in your heart. And I do believe that because, you know, I've experienced that myself. You know, you know when you've fallen in love. You do. You know when that person is, is falling in love with you. You know, and I'm not talking about you can love somebody, but falling in love is another thing. You're in love with them, okay? And, you know, that's a different feeling. It really is. And a lot of times, you know, whatever, you know, different points in our life, we love people, but sometimes we're not in love with people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that those in love situations come very far and few. Mm -hmm. We we have people that we, we have a whole crap load of people we love. But the people that we're mm-hmm. in love with is very few, you know, because exactly. you, you know, because when you're in love, that means you've made a connection with another person that feels the same way about you, and that mm-hmm. is that is very um, far and few. I feel okay, and that can mm-hmm. happen at any point in your life. This is not relegated to young people, middle age, or old. You could be older and fall in love for the first time in your life. Mm-hmm. Or the second time. So it's not relegated to age. Okay? But again, 
we're talking about doing nice things and even though we're we're talking about the subject of Valentine's Day, I think you should do these nice things regardless if it's Valentine's Day or not. What do you think, Professor? Um, absolutely. I, I agree with you totally. I think that it's um important that you do things you're right, whether it's Valentine's Day or not. Um you get saying, you know, you say what's on your mind, you say how you feel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's important that you express yourself. Like I was saying earlier, I, I agree with you. I can't agree with you more. You know, we don't, we don't do that enough. Right. For whatever our reasons, fear or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. So we, we need to, you know, we need to not worry about that. Right. And, you know? and, and stop making it seem like, you know, um, only girls do that or only women do that only men do that that's crap now we're supposed to be so progressive and so 21st century which is a joke sometimes and I give you the joke because <laughs> I was hanging out somewhere in, in New Jersey and <laughs> trying to get back to New York quick and they sent this Selma Alabama Greyhound bus to pick us up <laughs> And then when I had asked them, I said, y'all don't keep track of where the buses are? Oh, no, we don't have that. And uh, mind you, this is 21st century. There's GPS on everything. But they don't have, G- they didn't have GPS on this, this bus because this bus looked like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was in glory. <laughs> they gave us the exactly. most, run- most run-down Greyhound bus that looked like it came from Selma, Alabama. <laughs> but my point is, is that it doesn't, you know, we, we don't lock yourself in is my point. You know, don't get exactly. so caught, you know, don't get caught up. Oh, this only men do this. Only women do this. You know, I, to mm-hmm. me, that's a turn off to me anyway. You know, so mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you feel you want to make your woman a homemade card, make the damn card. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe you're tapping into an, an arts and crafts side of yourself. What's the big deal? Right? Or you want to go with your woman to a, a, a yoga class. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Men go to yoga classes, right? Okay? Do things that normally you don't think you would do with, with your woman. Or with your partner. Mm-hmm. Do the exact opposite. If your woman wants to get close to you and she said, well, babe, um, let's go to a yoga class together. What's wrong with that? Ain't nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's bringing you two closer. And, and actually, I think that's very positive that you want to go with her to her yoga class. And then guess what? You may yeah. come, out, come out of that class liking it more than her. So always try to find ways to tap into yourself and explore because you'd be amazed at what you'll find when you explore. And again, remember we were talking about that professor about making yourself more alluring, you know, do something different because that makes you sexy, makes you attractive that you, you do. Oh, my, my, my partner, my husband went to a, a cooking class to make truffles. Okay, now his boys probably laughing, yuck, yuck, yuck. But then might be some of them say, yo, how'd you make them truffles, man? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, te- teach me how to make some truffles, you know? 
and <laughs> you know that's why I said don't get caught up with the macho thing don't get caught up with the feminine thing try things come out of your box because I'm telling you what makes you attractive is when you do exactly the opposite of what people expect you to do what you think professor I think that's true. Like I said, people get caught up. Sometimes people get caught up in, you know, that's only for women, that's only for that. But if it's something that you enjoy, it's just something you enjoy. It doesn't lessen who you are as a male or a female or or make you more masculine whether you male or female. If you like doing Mm -hmm. it, you just like doing it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take away from who you are. If anything, it adds to you because you still maintain your sexuality or your your gender. Like, you know, whatever it is, if you like washing your your wife's hair, wash her hair and brush it out. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) You probably enjoy it too. That's right. Some men are better. Some men are better um, hairstylists than some women. That's so. true. You know, and that's yeah. ab- that's absolutely that's absolutely true. Or like, you know, you know, your man goes get you know your man or partner go get you know they go to the barber to go get shaved. You know, so mm-hmm. why don't you go learn how to shave them? Go, I think that's sexy actually. Go ahead and learn how to shave. Te- you know, shave your man. You know what I'm saying? Give him, give him the baddest, mm-hmm. baddest beard cut, mustache cut, baddest shave he ever had. You know, and in fact, mm-hmm. you may find that to be sexy, that you are his barber. And, and you never know, you might be picking up another profession and bringing some more money into the house. You know? Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, again, you know, um, one thing that's good is um, that to do something nice for your partner is to massage them. Learn how to massage. (laughs) Massage the feet. Learn how to massage the feet. Because most of your organs, most of your organs are in your feet. Learn how to massage Mm -hmm. the feet. Massage the legs. Because really, that is good for the body. Because it promotes circulation. You know? Learn how to massage the body, the back. You know? Maybe learn shiatsu. Right? Or Thai massage, you know, and that you never know. You might be picking up a profession that you didn't, you never knew you had skills in. So, yeah, you, right. I think that's sexy when you can massage each other. There's nothing wrong with that because let's face it, you know, we're on our feet every day, and we don't realize that a lot of times that a lot of our pressure points are in our feet, and you know, we need to keep the circulation going in our calves and our legs because we're on our feet so much. And one thing that I'm a firm believer, get that massage. I go to Flushing, you know, Queens, and they have a place where they massage they massage the hell out of your feet. Because you know why? Because your feet, you're on your feet all the time. And it, bring, and it makes you feel like you got brand new feet. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Something like a sexy back rub, you know, use oils, lotions, rose petals, you know, give a nice back uh-huh. rub. And let me tell you, back rub will put me to sleep in a minute. Uh-huh. You know, so, you know, just find those nice things. It doesn't have to always be material in terms of uh, purchasing. Be creative, you know, um, and think about it. Take the time and think about what you're doing. Think about what you're planning to do. 
and surprise them. May come up with a menu. You know, you're going to cook dinner. Come up with the menu for dinner. So I like to invite mm-hmm. you to come to Shay Terry. You know, something <laughs> sexy like that. Then you wear like a sexy apron. You know what I'm saying? And 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 then you wear something sexy underneath that or nothing. <laughs> right? Have the dinner table ready, you know, candlelight, whatever. And then you have, you know, the main course. Say, okay, we're having a three-course dinner here. What's the main course? We're going to start with soup. We're going to start with whatever. Whatever you want to start with. Because remember, it's, you know, make, that, make it hot and sexy, you know. But this is some of the things we're talking about. So, Professor, how do you want to wrap this up, you know, um, about Valentine's Day? What, what final notes you want to leave about that? Well, I would say the biggest final note that I would like for everyone to know is Valentine's Day is not just February 14th, Mm -hmm. but it can be every day in your heart. And if you have someone in your life, let them know how you feel, good or bad or indifferent. And for you, the individual, love yourself and to take care of yourself before you try to love someone else Mm, that's right that means make love to yourself and be your own (laughs) and be your own (laughs) lover meaning be your own lover to yourself before you can be a lover to somebody else in fact a friend of mine gave me a, <laughs> gave me an article about that that was written in essence some years ago 15 years ago that you need to know how to be your own lover and I think that's very important so professor tell everybody how they can catch up with you and you know how they can reach out to you and reach out to us well you can reach out to us at professor at love sex relationships um, dot com. You can also reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. You can also go to my website, Pearls of Black, www dot dot com. You can leave a message, you can call, you know, I have an 800 number, I have a regular number, and there's a variety. Like on Instagram, I'm P.O.P. Professor. Facebook, you can go on the Pearls of Black. You can also look for The Professor in my name. So there's, a, there's those are some of the ways where I'll be posting them up So for the next broadcast, but www.pearlsofblack.com is the best way to contact me. You can always leave a message or like I said, the professor at lovesexandrelationships.com And yeah, you can catch up with me, Professor T. Love. I have my own radio network on Live 365 called A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music. You can also catch up with me on Fridays at 6 p.m. playing classic soul and independent R&B on the Progressive Radio Network at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, www.prn.fm. You can also catch up with my podcast. I've done over 
201 podcasts so far um, I'm very proud of that You can catch up with me at www.abowlofsoul.com If you wish to email me You can email me at abowlofsoul at gmail.com And like my Facebook page Called A Bowl of Soul A Mix Stew of Soul Music And I'm on Twitter At A Bowl of Soul So this is we bringing you to the end of Love Sex and relationships with the professor and Professor T. Love, and you can catch up with this podcast um, on Live 365. We're going to rebroadcast it for you to listen to. Uh, usually, we'll podcast. We'll broadcast it at 12 noon and at 8 p.m. Um, in the evening, up until we do the next podcast. And the pre- and the professor. What's the next thing we're going to be discussing on the next podcast uh, for next? We will talk about narcissists and toxic relationships. Wow. So we went from the art of seduction, talking about doing different things creatively for Valentine's Day. And now we're going to talking about nar- being narcissistic people or narcissism and toxic relationships. Yeah. That's not, that's going to be good. That's going to be real yeah. good. Yeah. So we, we didn't want to didn't want to talk about it on Valentine's Day. I, I no, no, no. Little, yeah, yeah, we yeah, we trying to we trying to invoke love. We ain't trying to invoke war. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or depression. <laughs> right. The war of the roses. Nah, we're not doing that. Not on this not on this podcast. So you can catch up with us again. You can hear the repeat broadcast of this podcast on Live 365 at a bowl of soul mixed to soul music on Live 365 at 12 noon and at 8 p.m. So I bid all of you a good night. Hope that you can go on and continue having a great, sexy Valentine's Day. What you think, Professor? Absolutely. And if you don't have a sexy one tonight, then there's always tomorrow, the next day, and the next after that. Keep trying until you get it right, honey. That's right. So remember, don't wait to no fancy uh, celebration to have romance. You have to always build the romance. So this is Professor T. Love and... And relationships. Right. And the professor. And we bid you a good night. Good night. Later. Okay, we did the we did it. Yay! Yay. Yeah, so we did it. <laughs>